Hey, thanks for joining us today on Weekday Chat. Today we are going to talk about uh, busyness and a hurried soul and Sabbath and rest and all of those things and how they all interact with each other. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you in your journey with Christ. Today's podcast comes from our midweek social media broadcast called Weekday Chat. You can tune in live with us on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Riley, and my name's Morgan. And uh, on this past Sunday, Luke brought us a uh, slightly convicting message, for me at least, I think, uh, (laughs) probably for everyone, uh, about just having a, a hurried lifestyle and being in too big of a hurry and claiming we don't have time to love those people around us. Um, so Riley, we just want to talk about that because it's, it's super prevalent in my life. I know I'm a go, 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 go. I need to like get 80 things done before I can feel like I get one thing done. Mm -hmm. And I often willingly make myself too busy and not available to the people around me. Uh, and the fear with, with just a hurried soul and a pace of life that's completely unsustainable is that we will just distract ourselves into like an oblivion and just go and go and go. And then we realize like we have not been feeding our soul or having any relationship with Jesus whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So in that, like that's definitely a part of my story of following Jesus. Like, is that something you resonate with at all? Is that something you know people resonate with? How do we avoid that? That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that's something I um, struggle a lot with too because I'm I'm a action oriented person I'm an achievement oriented person and I think this is a very interesting topic for you and I to be talking about since we're just coming off of VBS sure we all uh, have to talk about that <laughs> exactly you know oh, come like, on you know one of the busiest weeks of the entire year you, and then Luke preaches to all of us about busyness and I'm just like it was hilarious yeah yeah so uh, but we get a freebie during VBS 100%. Right? and yeah, Luke yeah. is at VBS too yeah, yeah. so it's like so, it's all one and the same okay. right <laughs> I just wanted to establish that first sure so. Yeah, you know, I think there's an interesting thing about all this. Um, you know, different people interact with God in different ways. You know, there are some people that they love to interact with God in nature. There are some people who, you know, love to study the Bible, like in the deepest way possible. Yeah. Uh, there are people like me who <clears throat> I would say I feel God the strongest um, when I'm doing something for him. Sure. So if, if I'm on a mission trip, if I'm... Um, you know, doing a Bible study with a friend that doesn't know Jesus, like that's when I'm going to feel connected to God the most strongly. But even for people like us, there are times when we need to slow down. We need to be more contemplative. And for some of us, that's definitely stronger than others. And and I think for, for a lot of us, because our culture is so rushed, we get into this attitude where uh, our, our faith is honestly pretty shallow. Yeah, I think one of two different things happens. Um, one is maybe we're just checking boxes. Mm. So like, okay, I read my Bible today. Check that box. Now I run onto the next thing and don't think about it the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, I I prayed this morning. Okay, that box is checked. I went to church this week. That box is checked. So it becomes like a checking a box thing where, okay, I accomplished this task. Now let's go to the next thing. And we don't spend any time really thinking through that after, after the fact. I think another thing that we do, and this is something that Luke talked about in his sermon, is 
we we do two things at once. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. you know, we <clears throat> we drive, and while we drive, we pray. Right. Or while we drive, we're listening to our audio Bible. You know, what it, whatever it is. Sure. So, um, you know, the important thing is we, for our personal spiritual walk, but also you know, to, to just spend time loving people, we do need to slow down. We need to create margin and we need to have specific times devoted to these things. So yeah, what would you add? No, I agree. And I think the box thing is a really good way to look at it because we know like this, like real Christiany word, like spiritual formation, this real, mm. like you don't hear that term anywhere, yeah. but every, every <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. One of those church <clears throat> words that you will never hear anywhere. Sure. A hundred percent. But like yeah. we, like we know that that's simply just ev- doing things every day that's going to make your life look more like mm-hmm. uh, it would look if Jesus was you, right? And so that kind of life, spiritual formation, cannot happen in a transactional way. Yeah. So there's nothing that I can do that I can just say, oh, well, yeah, well, come on, Jesus. I read my Bible for five minutes today. <laughs> Why am I still super impatient and judgmental? Yeah, like, come yeah. on, kid, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. No, like the, the, the way of Jesus is a deeply transformative thing mm-hmm. that is often a slow and like can be strenuous process yeah. if I'm being yeah. honest. Um, whether, you know, maybe you've been like praying for something, which seems you've prayed for it for years and nothing's come of it, or you're focused on trying to be more patient or less this or less that. And it's just taking so, so long. So then you just, you just get hurried and hurried and hurried and hurried. You know, another church word uh, that you'll never hear anywhere else is sanctification. And that's, I don't know if I can spell that. Yeah, that's what you're. That's what we're talking about here. Sure. You know, I think there's a lot of people who they become a Christian, they get baptized, and they're like, "I'm good. I don't need to do anything else." And that's where sanctification is. You know, sanctification is the gradual process of transformation. Sure. And I certainly believe that there are some people who dedicate their lives to Christ, and there are just things that are miraculously changed about them. You know, um, they, they have an addiction and they just have no desire for that addiction anymore. Or, you know, overnight they're just a changed person. But, um, for the majority of us, you know, that process of transformation is something we really have to work at and taking time to do these things is certainly a piece of that. Now that's not to say that we can earn our salvation. hundred percent. I was going to say the same thing. Yes. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Um, you know, that's by God's grace alone, but, um, we certainly have a role to play in that process of we, sanctification. We get to yeah. be an active partner yeah. in the way of Jesus in like our community, yeah, yeah. which is like, how cool is that? So kind of switching from, you know, taking time for ourselves to sure. taking time for others. Mm. One of the things Luke talked a lot about was, um, you know, when we're in a hurry, we just don't have the space to love people. Yeah. So we need to say no to certain things uh, to, to be able to have that space. Yeah. So elaborate on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good, good uh, luck with this one. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. So we, we know a few things are true. And Luke said this. This is not a, this is not a thing of my own creation. Mm-hmm. Love takes time. Mm-hmm. And hurried people have no time. Mm. Therefore, hurried people cannot love. Not that they like are incapable of it, but at the if you're living your life at just an incredibly inst- unsustainable pace, 
You have no margin for love. Think about Riley. This is this is going to be a fun exercise for us to do. We're okay. going to feel terrible about ourselves. Think about the times that more you, terrible than I already feel. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Okay. Think about the times in your marriage with Kayla that you felt like you've treated her the poorest. Right. Kayla, if you're watching this, you need to stop right yeah, now. Kayla, yeah, Kayla, <laughs> love you, girl. Think so. Think about those times, right? Or like whether it's your your brother, your parents, uh-huh. whoever. All those times where you have acted in a way that has like had very minimal love, you've probably been in a big hurry. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You've probably been yep. in a big hurry. Whether you're running late. This happened to me like two nights ago. We were running late for something, and I was just like frustrated. And it's not like, come on, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So there's no margin for love when you're just go, 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 go. Yeah. So then that leads into the, well, how do I get more margin? Mm-hmm. Well, you can only get more margin by creating it. Yeah. And you create margin by saying no to certain things, mm-hmm. which is hard. Yeah. Because I like doing stuff. Yeah. You like doing yeah. stuff. We have interests and we have hobbies for a reason. Like mm-hmm. we're just wired to, to enjoy those things. Yeah. But we have to ultimately decide, is my life about me or not? Mm-hmm. Like, do I think like Jesus wants you to enjoy things you enjoy doing? Yeah, I absolutely. Do. Yeah, I yeah. do. But the ultimate call of following Jesus and the ultimate call of the way of Jesus is no, like, do whatever you want, whatever makes you happy. It's it's love God and love others. Yeah. So then the saying no thing becomes complicated. Well, what do we say no to? Yeah. What? Well, we can't say no to this because we're committed for another eight months. Yeah. So that is r- super contextual, right? Yeah. Saying no, you're, you're saying no is different than my saying no, Yeah. Uh, just because we live different lives. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the end goal of saying no is not to become these hermits that people know, like, well, we better not ask Morgan to do anything because he, <laughs> he'll just shut us down. Yeah. Uh, but it's just to have ample margin Mm -hmm. to love people. I think about the story when Jesus was walking through the crowd on his way to go heal someone, right? And then this lady just grabs him by the bottom of his robe Mm -hmm. and completely stops his entire mission. Mm -hmm. He was just dialed in on doing this. And instead of being frustrated, which others around Jesus was frustrated she was doing this, Jesus stopped everything, Mm -hmm. healed this woman, loved her, showed her the power and the grace of God, yeah. and then went back to what he was doing. Yeah. So it's just a really, it's challenging, and it's, yeah. but th- it's all for a purpose of just creating margin to love, yeah. not creating margin yeah. to loaf, not creating margin to do this or do that, uh, but to create margin that loves. But I'll, I'll throw the ball back okay, to okay, you. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Luke challenged another thing in the sermon, in this kind of creating margin, um, and that was to create margin for rest, Mm -hmm. this thing he called Sabbath, which uh, I never really understood what Sabbath was until probably two years ago, Mm. and I grew up going to church like almost every Sunday, right? I was just like, here, I worked at churches. I didn't have an understanding of what Sabbath was. Mm -hmm. Um, And Luke basically said the point of Sabbath is not a day off. It's not like, oh, just like sit on the couch and like do that. Like that's a part of it. Mm -hmm. But the point of the Sabbath is to just find some rest for your soul. Yeah. So through some worship, through some this, through some that. Um, 
I want to ask you is, has that been something that you've experienced and you've like firsthand felt the like benefits to your transformation Yeah, uh, because of Sabbath? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I'll kind of, you know, combine the last topic and this topic. Um, you know, one of the things I've been really busy with recently is um, the the Congolese service we yeah. started here at a church. Um, for those who don't know, we've got a group of Congolese refugees that are worshiping here each week on Sunday afternoons and, um, you know, helping them get started. Um investing in those relationships that's been a big part of what i've been doing over the last six seven eight months and the interesting thing about that is a lot of them they work nights so they're Mm. not available during like the normal times that you or i would be available with you know if i want to meet with a volunteer then you know normally i'll hey let's go out to lunch right you know grab coffee like they're just not available for those things Mm. um so meetings, get-togethers, things like that, a lot of times those are happening on weekends because that's when we all have free time. So um, obviously, I love spending time with them. It's been a ton of fun for me, but probably a month or two in, I realized, okay, the pace that I'm going at, you know, working, um, you know, during the week yep. and then, you know, having their service on Sunday that I tried to go to a lot of the times and then also spending time with them on Saturdays. Like that's, that's seven days a week. That's yeah. just not, um, that's not, that's not doable. And so, it's good stuff, right? All good stuff. That's the hardest part about doable. it. So what I've had to do here, um, which is really difficult for me because I, I balance a lot of different responsibilities and some things things start sure. to part, pile up is, you know, I, I'm having to pick at least an afternoon every week or a morning or something like that where I just – I'm not going to go to the office. I'm not mm. going to, um, you know, answer emails, anything like that. I'm just going to go home, um, spend some time really resting, yeah. um, spending some time with the Lord. Uh, kind of decompressing. So yeah, that's been been a big piece for me. But yeah, as far as um, Sabbath goes, I, I do think that's something I struggle with. Um, it's not a natural thing for me. I like to be doing sure. things. Um, you know, e- even if it is going and doing something I enjoy. Yeah. But uh, as far as, yeah, sitting down and really doing what sabbath actually is that's that's challenging what about uh what are your thoughts sure sabbath has been one of the more impactful if not the most impactful thing that has come into my life within the past couple years Mm. and i started sabbath when uh before i lived in plainfield i lived in dallas Mm. and i didn't really know a ton of people in dallas so it was really easy for me to sabbath because Mm. i didn't have a ton of friends that were like (laughs) oh it's a day off like it's saturday what should we do um and so anyway one thing leads to another leads to another and my sabbath looks a lot different now than it did even two years ago Mm -hmm. um just because life situations change right people come in people come out um but the ultimate bottom line is that Sabbath is almost like this act of resistance. Mm. It's this it's this really it fits the narrative of the way of Jesus so much that like the 
the first will be last and the last will be first. Mm. This Sabbath, this day at face value seems like, oh, well, you're just not doing anything but like reading your Bible and like doing things that bring like joy to your soul. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, but no, in reality, Sabbath is saying, yeah, I'm doing that, but I'm doing that as a way to cognitively and emotionally pull myself out of this worship of go, 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 and this worship of productivity. I'm going against what our culture is telling me to do. Right. Always being busy, always having something to do. Yes, and it's not that we're doing it because we're better. It's not that we're doing it Mm -hmm. because this or that, but we're doing it because the way of Jesus leads to a transformed life that, like, you live differently than others. Yeah, that's good. So Sabbath has just been an absolutely beautiful thing. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. It's it's not yeah. the easiest and, thing and, in the world. And there are going to be some bit, some seasons where we're extraordinarily <clears throat> busy and it's a little right. hard to fit in. But yeah. yeah, I think if 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 you're perpetually busy and never able to do it, then yes. that that's when you need to take a look back and say, or take a step back and say, okay, what am I really right? Uh, and it's yeah. and it's tough too. I'll tell this really quick story and then we can wrap okay, up. Okay. So last week, VBS, mm-hmm. right? And, and all the weeks leading up to VBS, it was just go, go, go. Uh, my team and so many others were just like booking it. Mm-hmm. So then uh, VBS ends on Friday. We get everything cleaned up. I go home, uh, get some rest, wake up on Saturday, day off, have nothing to do for the first time in weeks. My body wakes itself up at 6.15 in the morning. <laughs> and I could not sit on the couch because I didn't have anything to do. Mm. It, my soul had been so hurried and it was like all good stuff. And it's just right. It's, it's VBS. It's Mm -hmm. just what happens. But I had allowed my soul to be so hurried and lost any form of like rest in Jesus Mm. in that it was like physically strange. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't think I'm alone in that. No, I think that's a good insight for some of us. This is something we're literally going to have to train ourselves to do. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm, I'm always interested when we take mission trips. Um, this is now a plug for mission trips. Uh, whenever we're able to take them again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I'm always interested when we take mission trips, you know, to, like, let's say, like, Ghana a couple years ago. We were out in this rural village in Ghana. We were helping a team there build a medical clinic. And the funniest comment that I heard all week is here, you know, we are out working in the hot sun, you know, hours a day. Um, the guys said, man, I'm sleeping way more here than mm-hmm. I would ever sleep at home. And, like, how this you know, manual labor trip where we're mixing concrete by hand, carrying cement bags, like, oh, I feel way more rested here than I do at home. Right. I think that just says something about our culture. There's no TV to watch till one in the morning when you're in Ghana. Well, I mean, there is TV, but you're not going to understand. Sure, but you're not going to, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's very sneaky how good things can lead us into a, a period of deep, deep busyness. Yeah. Um, so last thing, we'll, we'll wrap up. Okay, here. the actual. The last actual thing. last yeah. thing. <laughs> um, Luke told this story that is told by John Ortberg, who is Christian thinker, spiritual formation guy, author, pastor for a while. Um, and his kind of spiritual mentor was the great philosopher, spiritual guru, Dallas Willard. Mm-hmm. And 
So John's on the phone with Dallas. He's basically like, hey, give me all the answers to life. Mm-hmm. Here's my situation. Here's where I want to be. How the heck do I get there? And John tells a story. There was a long pause. And he says, there's always a long pause when you were talking to Dallas. Mm-hmm. And Dallas Willard just simply says, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Mm. Hurry is the number one enemy of spiritual formation or spirituality, I think is the exact word he said. So as we continue on in our day-to-day life, figuring out how to ruthlessly eliminate hurry will be hard. We acknowledge that, but ultimately it will lead us to a point where we are form being formed into people of love yeah. more so than we were yesterday yeah absolutely great well thanks morgan this is really good yeah thanks everybody for watching i know this is super helpful for me so i hope it was super helpful for you too and we hope to see you on sunday so have a great week see ya thank you for listening today it's our desire to help you grow as you partner with us in our mission to love all people to new life in christ If you have any questions about our church, would like to attend an online service, or plan an in-person visit with us, go to plainfieldchristian.com. If you'd like to receive our podcast directly to your device, we encourage you to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. Have a great week.